Winnipeg Blue Bomber Football on 680 CJOB. The postgame show brought to you by Olympic Building Center, where you build with confidence. Final score from IG Field, the Bombers 45, the Elks 25. Was that something you can ask me on the air or was it? Uh... Yeah, I want to know how many fantasy points you got. Oh, that's a, that's a well, great total, you know. Uh, I'm going to say seven. I'm going to say it was not a great fantasy week for uh, DT on OB in the CGOB Fantasy Week. Uh, I'm finishing 140 point spots behind you. It was not a, not a great year. That was a great game. 45-25, uh, the Bombers. We mentioned the fifth time they've had 45 or more this season. The five highest scoring games in the CFL, all been done by the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. The, the Toronto Argos also had a 45-pointer. But even without Dalton shown, this team can gain yards and and put it together doug brown yeah you know it's uh it's great to see they've obviously had uh some difficult games against edmonton this year so it's great to see them break away from that and not play down to the love of their opponent and uh separate with uh and, and getting a cruise control later on in this game so like i said those are all great characteristics of this team that's uh still maturing and and, and developing down the stretch run here and uh this is a team that, that earlier this year, you know, these kind of teams are the ones they really struggle with, right? Mobile quarterbacks, not able to keep guys in contain and uh, letting things get away from them as quarterbacks extended plays. We'll do the final numbers brought to you by JML Renovations. They don't just build a garage, they build your garage. Visit jmlrenovations.ca. Zach Kalaris finishes 13 of 16 for 125 and one touchdown. So that's about eight yards per attempt. Drew Brown, seven of seven for 94 and two touchdowns. A nice little performance from Drew Brown. Brady Oliveira, 14 for 72, two touchdowns as his incredible season continues. Johnny Augustine, roughly the same pace, nine for 41 on his carries. Kenny Lawler, six catches for 98. Nick Dempsey goes over 1,000 yards for the first time in his career with 27 receiving yards. And Rasheed Bailey, Three catches, but two for touchdowns, including a heck of a one to get around to Ed Ganey in the far end zone. A guy who I can do more than, than what he's asked to do in this Bombers offense. Yeah, and he uh, he takes advantage of his situations. He's very durable. He's uh, not a super high-priced option, but, you know, he, uh, he rarely disappoints when called upon to perform. Bombers finish the season 8-1 and one at home. You wonder why they keep selling games out? It's because, well, and they, they keep whooping teams when they're at home. 42 against Hamilton. Uh, obviously, the loss to BC, the only loss. 24 against Calgary, just as I go through the games. 28 against Edmonton. 50 against BC. 47 against Montreal. 51 against Saskatchewan. And 45 tonight. Uh, the offense is, is primed as they head into... Uh, the playoffs. One more week to go, obviously. Winston Rose, leading tackler with five tackles. Evan Holm a sack. Willie Jefferson, two sacks. Jackson Jeffcoat and Cam Lawson a sack. Four sacks from a defensive line that we wondered, how will they do, deal with that mobile quarterback? Well, four sacks for defensive linemen, one from Evan Holm. You know, it's funny. It's, it's, it's the quarterback that's probably the best at, you know, uh, escaping the pocket, uh, the the best at being a running quarterback, it's probably Trey Ford out of all the guys that they've struggled with, and they actually did the best job against him. I think, what, he 14 yards on the ground? 
Is that what Trey Ford had tonight? Two scrambling? For, two for 14. Two yep. for 14. I mean, that's probably one of his worst performances as a, as a running quarterback. So they did a fantastic job against him. And that kind of performance is going to be very valuable for them and their experience, you know, if you face uh, a Vernon Adams uh, in the Western Final. Well, and, and this game for much of it wasn't a blowout, but whatever it was about their run defense, the Elks chose not to run it with Kevin Brown virtually at all. Five for 41 when he popped off a 29-yarder. And, oh, by the way, his first carry the last time these two teams met was a 65-yard touchdown. They discouraged the running back run game as well. Gino Lewis finishes with a monster performance, seven catches, for a buck 58 Manny Arsenault how concerned should I be about the 77 yard Manny Arsenault catch and run that there was the, there are times where the first PC game man was lucky Whitehead wide open on that play gives me palpitations at some points and a little heartburn type feeling guys running open behind defensive backs gives me concern that arsenal one should i be concerned about that or yeah no. no not 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 so much just a forgotten guy lost in the shuffle and uh found himself wide open and in a foot race so something you can just dismiss as a as a one-off that is not going to happen again and zero sacks from the edmonton elks defense as the bombers get this one going and it was pretty good all the way through they held hold the elks to 43 offensive plays i end up talking offensive plays with adam big hill uh, how few there are against this Bombers defense, indicative of how great they have been. Uh, final numbers are brought to you by JML Renovations. They don't just build a garage, they build your garage. Visit jmlrenovations.ca. Just about to get underway in Edmonton with the Jets and Oilers. That one available to you on Power 97. Did we learn anything about the Bombers in this one? Do we take anything away from this, this performance? They had nothing standings-wise to play for in this one. I think they continue to grow as a, as a team. Like I said, all this year when they've played against subpar football teams, they, they found themselves playing down to that level. They found, them, they found themselves not very focused, not very in tune, uh, a little lethargic, and not executing at a high level. And I think that's a step forward they took tonight playing. A, you have a four-win team coming in. You know, it, it's hard to get up for a game like that, especially when you have nothing to play for like the Bombers did tonight. And uh, – uh, I think that's a sign, another sign of development for this football team is the fact that they did uh, play up to their standard and, uh, and, and not regress to the, to the level of their opponent. 45-25 the final score. Bombers moved to 13-4 on the season. 14-4 would be just one fewer win than last, last year's incredible run. As much as it might feel different, they're nearly as effective as they were uh, last season when they dominated the Canadian Football League. Uh, we mentioned no shown. Nick Dembski getting to 1,000 yards. I I called Nick's games in college when he was a Manitoba Bison. I've followed his entire career, obviously, through Sask and here. I, I just could not be happier for a guy like that. 30 years old, bang. Here's your first 1,000-yard season and uh, getting all the love from the crowd here at IG Field. That's a huge milestone, a big accomplishment for him, and that's uh, just a... Uh... A, a pedigree of a, a very uh, efficient receiver in the Canadian Football League, a thousand yard season. And if you are on the Brady Oliveira is the Bombers MOP bandwagon, those ballots are due tomorrow. And Brady got over 1,500 yards rushing. Now the second highest total ever by a Canadian in a single season. 
It's a, he, that's quite an outstanding performance, isn't it, Derek? He, it, it absolutely is. And it's just, it's amazing because he's a power runner. Yeah. Right? But just go back, if you just watched the first second and a half after he takes the handoff and the moves he now makes in the backfield where he just, I called one the electric slide because he had to just right to left super quick to dance around a penetrating defensive tackle and then attack right up field. I go, this is, it, it's crazy how good he is and how well it all works when the Bombers' full run game is going when Kolinkowski and Newfeld are blocking guys to the moon. Yeah, and he's super consistent too, right? He's able to just maintain that high level uh, attacking the line of scrimmage. A lot of guys can't play physical like that through four quarters, and, and he pulls it off. He absolutely does. All right, let's go down to the locker room and welcome in the head coach, Mike O'Shea. Mike, congratulations on the win, and thanks for your time. Yep, thanks, guys. Uh, what did you make of this game? Uh, you know, we won, and that's a good thing. Uh, could have been a little sloppier at times, but that's okay. Listen, it's, it's probably tough circumstances, right? You end up clinching last night. Uh, when we really have nothing to do with it and there's it's human nature you're um you know there's just going to be some odd emotion about it right but uh we still put up 45 points um we had some good stops uh we played some physical football took penalties early but uh i think we only had one penalty in the second half which was good to clean it up uh it felt like uh the team the coaching staff whoever it was was very aware that Dembski was close to a thousand yards because yeah I don't know anything about that I, I think he, he got it for sure so that's that's a good thing well he immediately came off the field and put his helmet away I thought okay that's that's a what what do you make of Dembski's season it's his first thousand yard season well he stayed healthy yeah that's the only difference is he is he stayed healthy so I mean he, he he's a thousand yard receiver whatever the yards add up to in all the other years he is a thousand yard receiver he just Sometimes he doesn't play enough games, but he how, does this year. How do you feel the offense performed? You didn't have Dalton shown for this game. Yeah, they, they, they did some good things, and I'm sure there's always going to be some plays they want back. But it's, you know, it's time to keep moving forward. Up to this point, Trey Ford does a ton of damage on the ground, uh, getting outside of the pocket. The defense limited him to uh, only 14 yards on him uh, trying to escape and extend. Uh, was it just guys rushing, QB high, falling off? What was the game plan going in to limit him in that uh, respect? Close your eyes and pray. <laughs> <laughs> what a great plan. Very effective, though. It worked out nicely. It worked out well. Yeah, That's that high level. What, uh, we were marveling Adam Big Hill's hit on the goal line on uh, Taylor Cornelius on the sneak. Yeah. Uh, what did you make of that? I, I, yeah, big I, stick, big stick. Real nice. <laughs> perfectly timed. Huh? Yeah, great time, shoulder. You know, um, as a clean, middle linebacker, clean. you know you know how hard that is to do, right? To, yeah, to, to guess that right way and turn them, time it turn right. right sideways, Ooh. and and I mean, the, the ball is, you know, the ball is probably just inches away from crossing. Yeah, Adam Big Hill with a with a dynamic performance. So, uh, what's now for Calgary? Give us your whole game plan, if you would, the full roster for Calgary. Will you do you plan to rest, guys? Will you tell us anything in that vein about? how you'll approach the roster for next week. Well, we'll have enough guys to play. Perfect. You'll, you'll get to 45. Coach, thank you for your time. Congrats on the win. Yep, thanks, guys. He's the head coach, Mike O'Shea. Nice enough to join us in the post-game show, as is Greg Mackling up from the sideline. Uh, joy. Was there joy on the <coughs> sidelines? I'm assuming there was joy. Or you know, jubilation? I don't know if it was jubilation, but it was very much business as usual, even as the game wound down. 
and the Bombers kept scoring points. Every touchdown was celebrated as the previous touchdowns were. And that's just, I think, what we expect from this team is that professionalism from start to finish. And so Drew Brown, of course, engineers that touchdown drive. And the smile on his face could, could have lit up the entire field on its own. I mean, the emotion and the camaraderie. We talk and we've had this discussion about culture and family as it pertains to the Blue Bombers and just the look on everyone's face when Nick clearly went over a thousand yards and he went up and down the bench and everybody was congratulating him. And then eventually O'Shea shook both Brady and Nick's hands like a hearty congratulations. There was a lot of knowledge about what had been achieved tonight. And the fact that Mike O'Shea is not a coach to shy away from making sure his players get that achievement, I think makes him a next level coach and endears him self to the players on this team. And, you know, Nick Hallett was in at safety for Brandon Alexander and BA's got his hat on and yelling and screaming and cheering, cheering him on. Right. Because you know that they've been working on stuff in practice and Hallett's an athlete, completely different body type than BA, but he's an athlete and, you know, goes out, special teams lays it on the line every single time he's on the field well and nick hallett was throwing bombs at safety he was he was happy to be out there getting to to target some receivers uh in this one uh gmac was on the sidelines i want to get your uh, take on uh, brady Oliveira as well uh we'll take a quick break and then we'll go back to the locker room on the other side post game show from ig field as the fans come downfield to celebrate a 45 25 Blue Bombers win. It's Princess Auto Blue Bomber football on 680 CJOB. You can now get your local news from 680 CJOB instantly on Amazon Alexa. Just add CJOB to your flash briefings on any Alexa device and say, Alexa, play me the news. It's that easy. That cheap shipping quote you got online seems great, right? But then there's lost product, unreliable carriers, missed deliveries, increased fuel costs, and now you're paying more. That's why Sphere One Logistics is a great choice for your business. With Sphere One, you get a strategic partner that takes care of everything. Paperwork, on-time freight delivery, access to a network of vetted carriers, plus what you're quoted is what you pay, not a penny more. Start shipping and get the job done with Sphere One. Learn more at SphereOneLogistics.com. You know that capable person who knows the right way to do stuff, has the right tools for every job, and is willing to lend them to you? That's who Princess Auto proudly calls a customer. That handy neighbor who jumps in whenever anyone's moving, building, or fixing something? Yep, that's a Princess Auto customer. That expert who's always taking something apart or powering something up? Yep, Princess Auto customer. Thanks for being a customer. Princess Auto. Blue Bomber Football. Ideas. Tools. Johnson, what's the matter with you? That was an easy five-yard catch. Sorry, coach. I'm just tired. Tired? Come on, get some sleep, will ya? Oh, I tried, but I forgot my CPAP this trip. Do you or a team member suffer from sleep apnea? CPAP Machines Canada can help. They are Canada's leading online provider of CPAP equipment and supplies. Their prices will not be beat, and their expertly trained sleep clinicians are available to answer your questions. Visit CPAPMachinesCanada.ca. 
Nothing beats a feeling you get when you score a great deal at Princess Auto Scratch and Dent Sale. Be here in store today for huge markdowns on used and refurbished items. The Scratch and Dent Sale, today only at Princess Auto. Ideas, tools. Winnipeg Blue Bomber Football on 680 CJOB. The post-game show brought to you by Olympic Building Center, where you build with confidence. The final from IG Field, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers 45, the Edmonton Elks 25, the Bombers 13th win of the season. And of course, in advance of the game, they'd clinched home field for the West Final. In the locker room is Nick Dembski. Nick, congrats on the win and thanks for your time. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, knowing that you had clinched first place with BC's loss yesterday, did that change anything for you today? No, no, we, we want to come out and, and uh, you know, play good football. I mean, you know, this is the most important time of the year going into playoffs. Um, obviously, we want to get in a good rhythm and uh, and just play good football, you know, keep that chemistry strong. So we didn't want to come out here and change the game plan or anything like that. We wanted to come out here and put it on them. How does this sound? Nick Dembski, 1,000-yard receiver. Sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds true. <laughs> what, 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 was that anything special for you? Was that anything for you, the 1,000-yard mark? Uh, you know what, uh, of course, in the moment it is for sure, you know, it, it wasn't even a goal of mine, but, you know, with the opportunities and, and, you know, the plays I was making, obviously, you know, it started looking more realistic. So, you know, at the end of the day, I just want to, you know, make plays for this team. And, uh, you know, it's, it's great that, you know, it shows up on the stat sheet as well. So uh, now, you know, we've got the thousand yards out the way. Now we can focus on the big picture and that's, uh, that's winning that great cup. It looked like the plan was Nick gets a thousand and then he's just done. You were done for the day. You raced to the sideline. Yeah, that was, uh, it, was a, it was a tough one, but, you know, gr grinded it out, got it done. And, uh, you know, I'm feeling good now. So uh, you've certainly heard the stat and been asked about it, but you and Brady are the first teammates who both Canadian to get 1,000 yards receiving and rushing to, to the season. What does that mean to do it with your teammate and to do it with a fellow Winnipegger? Yeah, man. I mean, you know what? It's uh, it's surreal. I, it really is. You know, just to know how long this league's been around, a Canadian football league that there hasn't been one team that has a Canadian rusher and a Canadian receiver. I mean, you know, we just looked at each other on the sidelines when it kind of sunk in, and we are like, man, we just did that. Like, you know, two people that came from the similar backgrounds, two people that came from Oak Park High School, I mean, you know, we, we really came out and, and, and did that this year. So, you know, as I said, um, it's a it's a big accomplishment. Um, you know, it's cool that we can we can go down in history. But at the end of the day, you know, now, now we've got to transition our thoughts to, to playoffs. Uh, we talked to Mike O'Shea uh, prior to you, and he, he said the biggest uh, the biggest change in you getting that landmark, that milestone of being a thousand yard receiver. <clears throat> it's just the fact that you were able to stay healthy throughout this entire season that you already were a thousand yard receiver You just hadn't been able to have that uh, That that health status uh, throughout the entire season is it was that a big marker for you for sure? I mean, uh, you know that that was honestly my, my main goal this year was to stay healthy um, You know last year I kind of had like a little a little freak injury um, But at the end of the day, you know, I, I just did that much more You know kind of went the extra mile just to make sure that I was getting an extra work to make my body feel good and and to come back, um, you know, ready to go each each and every week. So I missed one game because of my daughter's birth, but other than that, I mean, I've, I've been I've been playing every game. So, I mean, that's that's probably the the biggest thing to me that 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 means the most. Uh, Nick, you guys didn't have Dalton shown for this game. How do you feel the offense function, maybe the receiving core function, without Dalton in this one? Man, I mean, you know, you saw it out there. Uh, Wally stepped up. Uh, you know, Kenny Kenny did what Kenny did. Rashid had two touchdowns. Greg McCray, we even got some action. So, I mean, you know what? Um, we, we've said it before. You know, this is a next man up type of league. And, uh, you know, we have a lot of weapons in this locker room. So, 
you know, even though one of one of our better guys goes down, I mean, we, we still have guys that can come in there and, and, and do their thing. So, um, you know, we got a lot of firepower and uh, we're just going to keep going to keep proving that. Uh, Nick, appreciate you giving us the time. Congratulations on a thousand yards and congrats on the win. Appreciate it. Thank you. He is uh, Nick Dembski, uh, Winnipeg's finest, breaking the thousand yard barrier. And as we mentioned, Dembski and Brady, Oliveira, the first Canadian teammates with a thousand yards rushing and receiving in the history of the Canadian Football League. Uh, just a fantastic accomplishment. And it's two guys from the same city. And it's two guys from the same high school. So all the qualifiers for that record for the future, they've already been done. They've already been, no one can no one can one up that. Right. Like the one thing that might make it better would be that they're from the same city. Oh, okay. What about the same yeah. neighbor? No, no, no. They were from the same high school program. And I was watching for the 204 handshake after it all went down. The if what? it happened, the what? they have their own secret 204 handshake that they do before every game. Like, this is serious stuff, Doug. Doug Brown officially these... became an old man right there. <laughs> these... You can see the moment where Doug Brown became an old man. Yeah. There's, it was uh, amazing. 204 it, handshake. They, fla- they flash a, a two, and then there's sort of a high five that represent the O, and then they come around with the four. I, you know, I'm, I'm making part of that up, but I know okay. it exists. Okay, I'll, I haven't look, seen I'll look it. for that. You watch for that because this is a special connection, obviously, between a lot of these players. And, you know, Patty Newfeld just had a baby, Nick Dembski, and his, uh, his fiance had a baby earlier this year. And it's so neat to see the complexion of this team change over the last three or four years as these these young men mature into these stalwart veterans who are now creating and going to perpetuate the culture of this football club moving forward. And, you know, it's not just going to end with this group. That, that's what I sense when I'm around them. Yeah. You must sense it too, DT. Debsky's 30. Right? I, it, it's crazy. He's been eighth season, 30 years old. And his first 1,000-yard season. Uh, speaking of 1,000-yard seasons, Brady Oliveira joins us for the locker. Brady, congrats on the win, and thanks for your time. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, what did you make of today's performance? The offense didn't have Dalton shown, and you guys put up 45 points. Yeah, it was good. You know, guys had to step up, and, um, you know, it's good. In case we're ever in a situation like this moving forward in the playoffs, you know, guys got to be ready. If the, the opportunity comes your way, you got to make the most of it and you got to make some plays. So it was good out there. You know, guys were communicating and, and we just needed wanted to play our style of football no matter who's in the offense, and I think you saw that today. Uh, let me preface this with, I don't know if you, you think like this, being the, the, the athlete that you are, but this seems like as close to a dream Brady Oliver season as you, you could have put together, or at least I could have put together. What, what's your impression of that? Yeah, you know, I'm blessed. You know, I'm blessed with <clears throat> having amazing people amazing people around me every single day when I come to work um, you know it makes it easy to you know go out there and 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 lay your body in the line when you have you know good people in that locker room and and that's why I go out there every single week and and battle for an entire 60 minutes and 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 play my heart out and that's because of the guys in this locker room so obviously you know there's things that I can continue to still work on and you know my motto this year obviously has been one percent better every day and uh, yeah I know I can the sky's the limit for me I know I can t- continue to improve but um, yeah, these guys in this locker room make it easy to come to work and to battle for them and to honor my teammates. Uh, two touchdowns in this game. How cool is it just feeling the love of a fourth straight sold-out crowd here? Oh, it's amazing. You know, these, these fans are so critical in our success, you know, when, when we have that home field advantage and, and how loud they are and, and 
the support, I think it gives us a little added motivation when we go out there. I know for me, uh, it does, you know, playing in front of the fans, a little bit of, of extra motivation. And, um, yeah, they, they've been great all year, and uh, we do really, truly, uh, you know, appreciate them. There's been a, a number of very good Canadian running backs that have gone through the, the CFL. What does it mean to you uh, personally uh, to have accomplished the second best uh, rushing uh, season record total for a Canadian back in the CFL? Yeah, I, I mean, it's it's special. You know, I, I'm obviously a proud Winnipeg boy and a proud Canadian. So to be, you know, on a list like that with, you know, legends that have played this game, um, it's special. You know, guys that I, I watched before I was in this league, right? So it's, it's special to be up there with them. And, you know, obviously I want to just, you know, thank my teammates and my coaches and uh, this offensive line, the receivers, you know, all, everything that they do in the run game allow me to have that success. Um, you know, it's... I got we got a special group in here, and you know if, if it's not for them, you know I can't do any of that. Uh, for folks who don't know that Brady passed today on the all-time rushing yards by a Canadian list in the season are Norm Kwong and John Cornish, two totally different eras, but two incredibly important names in, in CFL. Uh, and last week it was just Andrew Harris or someone like that, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Just, just some guy. Uh, another very important name, is certainly in Bombers history. Uh, Dembski got his thousand yards, and I'm sure you know of the first teammates to get a thousand yards rushing and receiving. Uh, how happy were you for Nick Dembski? Oh, yeah, that's that's cool. Super special. I was, I knew exactly what the play when he got that, you know, a thousand, and I I wasn't even in on the play, but I I ran off the sidelines and ran onto the field to you know give him a big hug and, and to celebrate because obviously that's that's a special moment. You know, I see all the work that he puts in. He's a true pro, and uh, to to see him finally, you know, get that thousand. Every every skill position wants to hit hit that thousand yard mark, and to see him finally hit it, and to see all the work that he puts in, and 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 all of that, it's uh, I'm just so happy for him, man. Uh, you talk about skill position players in a thousand. You are, by my count, 14 yards from scrimmage shy of 2,000. Could I interest you in a couple of plays in Calgary next oh, week? Oh man, I'm hitting that. I'm hitting that. I'm, we're getting we're getting to the 2,000. We're gonna get past the 2,000. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna keep this keep this thing going, uh, Brady. There's still a lot of football left, but it has been an absolute treat watching you work this season. Thank you for that, and uh, thank you for joining us in the post game show. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. He is a bomber star running back, Brady Oliveira. Yes, 1,986 yards from scrimmage this season, 14 shy of 2,000. And I get made fun of for I love numbers. And Coach O'Shea, I will take all the ribbing from Coach O'Shea about numbers and stuff like that. You can't tell me 2,000 yards wouldn't mean everything to Brady for the next 60 years of his life. Where does that rank for all-time yardage for Canadians? Canadian backs, right? Like guys like Andrew Harris and... Oh, that's John Cornish. Cornish wasn't necessarily all, all that great out of the backfield catching the ball. As I remember, I could be proven wrong. I mean, here. Harris was very adept, oh, right? That absolutely. was absolutely uh, a big part of his well, game. Keep batting this around for a bit while I dig up the <laughs> while the numbers guy digs up the numbers. Eighteen thirteen rushing is the all-time record for a Canadian by Cornish in uh, twenty thirteen. He had three thirty three forty four receiving, so that's twenty one. Okay, and okay. forty seven. So uh, not, not as many yards receiving as Brady, but uh, maybe I think more Rashid, than I imagine. I think we have Rashid Bailey now down in the locker room available. Uh, let's go to that, and I'll, I'll do some numbers nerding on the other side of this. Uh, I will note uh, as we get to Rashid Bailey. Rashid, congrats on the win, and thanks for your time. No doubt, no doubt. Thank you, guys. Uh, in the end zone twice today, how did that feel? I give all the glory to God. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, I just said it when I was in the locker room to some of the reporters. 
You know, I work my ass off, man. All the dirty work, all the stuff that I do for this team, trying to lead, you know, coming in here, one of the last people to leave. You know, God is good, man. He put me in this position. He gave me opportunities tonight, and I capitalized on them. How do you feel the, the offense performed? Obviously, 45 points is great, but you guys didn't have Dalton shown. How do you feel it, it worked out on the whole? You know, as a whole, you know, you know, some guys stepped up. We all had an opportunity to make some plays. Um, you know, we have a pretty dynamic offense and, and spreading the ball around and getting guys touches. You know, I mean, we're just going to keep firing, you know, keep building off of, you know, our momentum, you know, and, and trying to, you know, bring this thing back for the West Final. You're a guy that doesn't really have any 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 problems accepting or morphing into a different role if there's an injury concern like like you had to address with Dalton Schoen. It appears, you know, you've done it a number of times. When guys have gone down, you've been able to step up and uh, and really perform at a next level when the team needs you. You take a lot of pride in that? I take so much pride in it, and I'm always ready. You know, I'm the guy who, you know, you know, the truth is I wasn't almost here. And, you know, my heart, my heart bleeds blue. You know, my heart bleeds for these fans. My heart is is forever in this place. And, you know, to, to, to be able to be here and accept the role and, you know, sometimes taking the back seat, you know, it's a true testament of my leadership. It's a true testament of, you know, just God put me in position to, to, to be who I am. You know, God has given me a purpose and, you know, sometimes, and I'm meant to speak on it. I'm meant to talk about it like I am now, you know, so like for me, you know, I take everything with a grain of salt, you know, I always take the positive out of everything and, and I always keep my head up and I always work and that's why guys respect me. Rashid, when you say you weren't almost here, do you mean this season or do you mean period? No, I'm just saying, like, you know, you know, with all the contract stuff in the beginning of the year and, you know, before I got back here and, you know, almost not, you know, like it was crazy. You know, people don't really understand, you know, what it took to be here and, you know, all the love and everything, all the sacrifice that, that, you know, that had to go in place, you know, and I've done it. You know, I've been doing it. And, you know, that's a true testament of God putting me in position to, to sacrifice and, and to do the things that I'm supposed to do to be, you know, a part of this team. And, you know, like I said, man, I love this team. I love this organization. I love the fans. Man, it's, a, it's beautiful to play here, man. When when last we saw each other, we were on stage together at the at the Bombers Gala on, on Wednesday. And when you left that, you, you seemed incredibly moved yeah. by by that event. Can you, can you just describe, for folks who weren't there, can you describe why and what you felt? Like I said, man, God has given me an opportunity to use my voice. And he puts me in certain positions where sometimes I don't want to be in them, but I'm meant to tell a story. I'm meant to, I'm meant to talk about my emotions and, 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 and motivating people and inspiring, uh, inspiring people. And to have a moment at, this, at you know, the biggest stage at the gala, you know, being able to talk about what I was able to talk about, you know, that's what my purpose is. You know, yes, I'm good at playing football, but one of my main reasons why I live and the main reasons why I do what I do is to speak about it. And having that opportunity to speak in front of my coaches, my teammates, you know, the fans, sponsors, the mayor, everybody, you know, that was a moment for me that I'll never forget. You know, that is a moment for me that I scored two touchdowns and it still doesn't amount to that feeling that I had being able to speak about the things that I was able to speak about on that stage the other night. It was beautiful. I got in the car and I shed a lot of tears, man, because that's my purpose. Uh, that makes me smile to hear you talk like that. Uh, on the field, the stages get bigger from here, the West Final at home, and then potentially the Great Cup the other side. What does it mean to you that the West Final at home? Come on now. 
as Willie always says, man, come on down to Winnipeg. It's going to be very, very hard to play here come that time. You know, shout out to all the fans, man. Today was just a little pre, a prelim of what it's going to look like, what it's going to feel like. Tonight, they were electric, and I can't imagine how they're going to be when the West Final comes. It's, it's going to be awesome, and uh, you guys deserve all the sellouts and, and all the applause that's going to come on that day. Rashid, thanks for your time, my friend. Appreciate you guys. He is a Bombers receiver, Rashid Bailey. Two touchdowns in this one as the Bombers win it 45-25. to 25. Uh, We were just doing some quick math. Uh, 21.57 from scrimmage is the record for a Canadian. Andrew Harris's best ever was 19.09 from scrimmage. So Brady gets past that today. The all-time record, uh, no surprise, it's Mike Pringle. He actually had two seasons of 2,414 yards from scrimmage. So if, last, if next week's game had meant something, uh, Brady could well be in Willard Reeves' range. He did a 21-40, so that would be the Bombers' record of 2,140, but just an incredible season from Brady Oliveira. Uh, let's check in on the hockey game. 2-1 Oilers. Ew gross 6.55 left in the first period Josh Morrissey with his first goal of the season that game is going live on power 97 we'll get you to that certainly for the second period perhaps we'll catch a little of the first intermission with Kelly Moore and friends as we continue here from IG field 20 point bomber win first place in the west secured Princess Auto Blue Bomber football on 680 CJOB news and information is more important now than ever CJOB is working for you, getting the answers your family needs and bringing you into the conversation. 680 CJOB, Winnipeg's News, today's talk. Sounds of the game, brought to you by Playnow.com. The seas parted for Winnipeg's finest. All the time in the world in the pocket. Right to left across the formation. He used his speed and the blocking in front to get to the end zone. Bet on blue at Playnow.com. Enjoy responsibly. Hey, Canola Growers, you know DeKalb wants to be your number one seed. DeKalb True Flex Liberty Link scores big with the most complete herbicide trait package, delivering clean fields and a smooth harvest. The DeKalb Straight Cut Plus Canola lineup has improved pod shatter genetics and gives you an earlier, faster, smoother harvest. DeKalb, challenge the status quo and get ready for a winning season. Always read and follow label directions. Alter Ego Sports has you covered for fun this fall. Fall is a great time for biking. Alter Ego Sports has end-of-season prices on all bikes, plus accessories, clothing, and so much more. Or start planning for winter. Alter Ego Sports is packed with alpine skis, cross-country skis, snowboards, and outerwear, all at great prices. If outdoor fun is your thing, fall is a great time to visit Alter Ego. Alter Ego Sports, 1585 Keniston Boulevard, or shop now at alteregosports.com. At Northstar Genetics, we know beans, and we're super excited about NSC Holland. As a top-performing soybean variety, Holland fits extremely well in the lineup with its high yield potential, strong disease package, and excellent pod height and standability. And given its mid-season maturity, along with Roundup Ready to Extend technology, NSC Holland will be a game-changer across Manitoba. So score a touchdown this season with NSC Holland. At Northstar Genetics, we know beans. Winnipeg Blue Bomber Football on 680 CJOB. The post-game show brought to you by Olympic Building Center, where you build with confidence. Dean Faithful's kick is 
going to bounce. Janarian Grant will come up to get it on, from his feet on 12-yard line. 20-25, cut back, sewn up there. He's down shy of the 30-yard line, and that is where the Bombers' offense will come out. Dakota Prukop in shotgun from the three, handed off Oliveira for the touchdown. Brady Oliveira is in for his eighth rushing touchdown of the season, and the Bombers' offense puts them on the board. First offensive play will be from their own 36-yard line, first and 10. Two receivers to each side. Trey Ford on a roll to his right. Big Hill in his face. Fumble balls on the ground. Big Hill's got it. 20, 15. Big Hill's going to the end zone for the touchdown. Stripped it away. That's how you contain a running quarterback. You just score touchdown. Cornelius under center. He'll try the left-hand side. To oh, he gets belted. Oh, you heard it from the crowd. Adam Big Hill launched himself at Cornelius and it'll be third down. That's a little bit of a guessing game from Adam Big Hill, and he's never guessed so right before in his life. Coming over the top, he picked the correct side and absolutely met Cornelius at the apex of his dive, and he gets crushed on the QB sneak. <laughs> wow. Bombers lose up all the clock in the huddle. Five, four on the play clock. Three, two, they're gonna take timeout, I would think. Oh no, Kalaris able to get it off. Well done, straight drop, three-man rush, gunning the over. Walatarski's got it at the 30 and down the 28-yard line. Walatarski with a huge catch, I think because Purifoy was going to be a bit early. This will be Oliveira pounding forward to the goal line for the touchdown. Two for Brady and 23 for the Bombers. Four-man rush, Ford standing in the pocket, pressure up the middle, forced out, he's gonna go down shy of the 45-yard line. Ricky Walker was collapsing the pocket, we'll see who gets the sack. It's third down, Elks. They'll toss it to Dembski inside, this is a pass, and that's a thousand yards into Elks territory and down at the 51-yard line. Just popped it forward to Dembski, and for the first time in his career, he breaks a thousand yards, met on the sideline by Brady Oliveira, because Oliveira and Dembski are the first teammates, Canadian teammates in CFL history to have a thousand yards rushing and a thousand yards receiving. Man rush, Kalaros has to step up and he'll just whip it out to Oliveira. 15, 10, five, forced out of bounds by Ganey. Brady Oliveira with a pickup of 17 and a Blue Bombers first down. That's MVP to MVP. Make it to Oliveira, Kalaros gunning back in the end zone, Bailey for the touchdown. Just got off Kai Gray and Rashid Bailey with his fourth touchdown of the season. Round straight drop, gunning a little out route caught by McCray to the end zone for the touchdown. The Nighthawk flies again. And the Bombers now lead at 37 to 18. First to 10 from the Elks 10. Make the handoff, throwing this ball up into good coverage. And it's caught for the touchdown. Rasheed Bailey somehow got off Ed Ganey. And I kind of can't believe that's a Blue Bomber touchdown. Second and goal, Elks from the Bombers four. And listen to this sold out crowd. Straight drop, all out blitz coming forward. Tries to evade Holm, who's got him at the 20. Evan Holm off the edge with the sack. And it'll be third and goal, Elks. The Bombers now 30 and three at home in the last, what is that, five seasons, thanks to a 45-25 win 
over the Edmonton Elks. A dynamic second half performance. A chance to rest some of their stars and a win. Redoubling on the fact that they have won the West Division and they will host the West Final. Oh, the sounds of the game. A Braden Owasco production. That was dynamite. The Bombers, a 20-point win. The text line is open at 204-70-6868. Steven Christie, thank you for this. The Bomber record for yards from scrimmage is actually Robert Mims, 2,207 back in 1991. Very much appreciate you hit me up with that, Stephen. Uh, another texter says, did the Bombers set a new record for the two fastest touchdowns today? I don't have any way to look that up quickly, but the Brady Oliveira rushing touchdown and the Adam Big Hill return touchdown were separated by 31 seconds. That's, uh, that's a decent way to start the football game, um, especially with... First play by Trey Ford. <laughs> Very first play. What are they going to do with a running quarterback, you guys? None of us suggested just have Jackson take the ball away and Big Hill run it in. Yeah, we should have. The way they managed the way they managed Trey Ford tonight is it was better than any other scrambling quarterback they played this year. Hundred percent. And clearly, they've been doing their homework, and that makes me feel a whole lot better about who they might face in the in the West Final. Little concerned about some of those explosion plays on the backside. Concerned about kick coverage still. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, let's let's be honest. And Zach Caleros, uh, there's a reason why defensive backs are defensive backs and not receivers. And uh, number zeros, pick six. That Pur was Purifoy. Yeah, uh, clearly uh, plays defense because he's not good at offense. And well, you know, it could have been a completely different game. It, it turns on five or six plays. We know that. That was one for sure. Even though it just goes down as a knockdown. And. It and you'll say that with every game, right? Like, it, it turns on a few plays. The thing is, like, these plays, the, the ju he just missed Geno Lewis after Lewis gooned Winston Rose on a double move. Or par might have been Parker. Pardon me if I, if I get the wrong one. You go, oh, if that ball's thrown right, that's a 75-yard touchdown. If Purifoy, who gets an incredible jump on the ball, just catches it, that's an 80-yard pick six. There's all these ones that you go, it didn't happen this time, but it might happen. And... I don't know if they have 2021. I'll always go back to the 2021 West Final. They turn it over six times right. and just command the whole game. You can't – if you turn the ball over six times against BC. No, you're, you're, you're going to be done. If you turn the ball over six – you know, if you give these plays to uh, Jamal Peters of the Toronto Argos in the Grey Cup, it's going to be a long plane ride home. So it, it's just – it's honestly, it's just part of the drama of this season of, man – they're great, and they're number one on offense, and they're number one on defense, but there's still ways that other teams look at it and go, uh, I think we can get them here. Their willingness to allow other teams to do certain things at certain times makes it more interesting. They're, they're not as overall dominant, you know, the, the, the some of the parts, right, Doug? They're, they're very, very good in so many places and spaces. Makes them more interesting because they're vulnerable. Right? Sure. <laughs> well, you know, hey, you got to have something to talk about other than just, you know, walking them down the red carpet and, and straight up into the platform and getting that, that gray cup. I mean, this defense, when it's on, it's just as good as that 2021 defense. However, however. It's not on for all 60. That's it's not always not on. on. Yeah. Exactly. And, that's, and that's, that's where you lose a little bit of sleep at night if you're, if you're, uh, 
Richie Hall, I would say. Uh, Kevin is on the text line, says, uh, where is the Jets broadcast? Uh, Kevin, 55 seconds left in the first period. That one is over on Power 97. If you stick with us uh, here on CJLB, we'll get you into second period action for the Jets and Oilers. Uh, Oilers up 2-1. Josh Morrissey with his first goal of the season on that one. Dom, what an interview with Rashid. All heart. Love this guy. What beautiful words. Uh, he asks on the Hardrick penalty, why did it become third and 10? It was second and 10 to start. Lawler got 10 yards on the play, and the penalty was after the play. Uh, Dom, my guess on that is it was a post-play penalty, and they're saying that Lawler did not get the first down, so he got 9.75 yards. So they then move it back 10 yards, and they call it third and 10, if that makes any sense. So he didn't. it would have been third and inches, but the 10-yard post-play penalty makes it third and 10. Uh, that's my guess for what happened as opposed to why it wasn't second and 20 on that. If you do want to hit us up on the text line, it's 204-780-6868. The drive of the game brought to you by Chuds, Chrysler, and Power Sports. Take the relaxing drive out to Gimli to make your next automotive or power sports purchase. It will be a game changer. There were so many drives in this game touchdown end half punt touchdown touchdown three straight touchdown drives in the second half one to start the game which was ultimately 80 yards do i want that one or do i want adam big hill and jackson jeff Coates zero play zero yard 14 nothing touchdown drive in this one there were there were just so many how about one. the fact that drew brown was seven for seven tonight 94 yards Zach had 125 yards. Drew goes in seven for seven. And that catch by Rashid Bailey, when he... He gave he the whoop-de-whoop to Ed Ganey, yeah. Oh, it was... That was a special play. And that was, wasn't was a long drive, I don't think. But Drew, uh, Drew Brown came in, and he was in control right from the very get-go. Like He looks very comfortable in there. I mean, we saw it in the last game against Edmonton up at Commonwealth. His the last relief appearance, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, when Zach got hurt, right? They're down 22 nothing. That's okay. He's come in, six comes in and does a terrific job. And tonight, he just he looks super comfortable. And I, I don't know if we've had that that sort of that, that feeling about the backup quarterback necessarily, you know, Strevler's one question. What, you know, but in terms of passing, Drew Brown, <laughs> he looks really, really Derek, solid. Derek, didn't you say this would be his last regular season game in Winnipeg? Who's that, DB? Uh, Drew Brown, yeah. Oh, it was, we were talking about Dalton show, and this could be his last regular season. Could have been. He'll, but, yeah. But Drew Brown being because he's <sighs> on a one-year deal, is he not? And This is the final year of his contract. Yeah, wouldn't he have an opportunity to go elsewhere, right? For money. Except the game in Calgary happened in between, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. He, he leads the, the Bombers or leads the Bombers back from 22 nothing down. Yeah. And then he goes starts the next game in Calgary, and that one was if Demario Houston doesn't have that pick six – maybe the Bombers don't. And then Rene Paredes misses a late field goal. Maybe they don't win it. Had he had he blown the doors off in that game, we're like, this guy's going to make a million dollars the next three years, right? <laughs> <laughs> we got out over our skis, and I think rightly so. Yeah, uh, it, but it didn't. Uh, I, I hope Drew Brown's back next year. Well, isn't that the He's going to have options. For sure, but that's the part of the conversation we've had about Brady Oliveira. Is Brady Oliveira this good? On any team, or is Brady Oliveira this good because he's on this team? I'm not going to answer that because nobody knows the answer. 
You know the answer. Hands up. I know the answer. Right. I have a lot of I have a lot of evidence to go with this, but they, I don't want to. We're not gonna. We're not. We won't do that right now. We'll have that conversation on the Blue Bomber podcast because Brady is phenomenal this year. Fourteen yards shy of two K, and he told us uh, he wants it. He wants it next week, so he'll be in the game in Calgary. Drive of the game is brought to you by Chuds Chrysler and Power Sports. Take the relaxing drive out to Gimli to make your next automotive or power sports purchase. It will be a game changer. While we're here, let's also do the hardest hit of the game. Brought to you by Vernoss Auto Body. For collision repairs, no one takes the ball and runs with it like Vernoss Auto Body. There were a lot of hard hits in the first part of this game, which made me go, oh gosh, we need to get some guys out of this game if, if I'm the Bombers coaching staff. This one, though, this one I didn't mind at all. Cornelius under center. He'll try the left-hand side. To, oh, he gets belted. Oh, you heard it from the crowd. Adam Big Hill launched himself at Cornelius, and it'll be third down. That's a little bit of a guessing game from Adam Big Hill, and he's never guessed so right before in his life. Coming over the top, he picked the correct side and absolutely met Cornelius at the apex of his dive, and he gets crushed on the QB sneak. <laughs> wow. There are some plays, my job is just to describe what's happening, but there are some plays where all I can, my body can do is go, oh, because I, Doug, you and, you and Coach O'Shea were talking about just how difficult it is to pick a 200, and what does Corny, Corny go at, 235? To pick a 235-pound man out of the air and stop him dead in his tracks. And to get him square, too, right? And, oh. and to catch him, that's the stick. If you're off by a little angle, a little, a little turn, you know, and, and you, you have to match that velocity as well. So think about, you know, two different opposing forces, and then for them to meet exactly head-on kind of thing, that's uh, very rare Do you see that in, these, uh, in those kind of situations. So that's what made it so special. And then it was so, that's what also made it so impactful some questions from some folks about has Adam Big Hill lost a step this year? Has he been as impactful this year as he's been in other years? Uh, maybe, maybe not, but now that's two consecutive games where you've Pretty seen game him today. find another gear. Think about that play he made on the far sideline to prevent Vernon Adams from getting that first down late in the game and the next play BC turns it over on downs because they can't get the third and one on short yardage. But Adam Big Hill ran a long way on that play. And so, you know, maybe it's not quantity of quality plays, but quality nonetheless. 74 tackles now it leads the Bombers, and their defense is not on the field a lot versus a team like Calgary. So you're not going to have 120 tackles. Uh, and seven sacks plus tackles for loss for Adam Big Hill. And a touchdown. And a touchdown. And he turned 35 this week. And, and a bunch of turnovers on downs that he's been <laughs> responsible for. And Yeah, and I fully expect to see him uh, in the chase for the 2025 Grey Cup, which will be played on this field because 35, but uh, he sure doesn't play like it. He may not play like he's 25, but he doesn't play like he's 35. Either that is uh, the hardest hit of the game. It's brought to you by Vernas Auto Body. No one takes the ball and runs with it like Vernas Auto Body. Let's take a break. They're in intermission in Edmonton. The Jets trailing two to one after one period of play. About 13 minutes left in the first intermission. That game going right now on Power 97. But stick with us for our final segment, and we'll get you right to uh, 
Kelly Moore and the intermission show, then Paul Edmonds and Mitchell Clinton with your play-by-play of Jets hockey. As we continue, Bombers 45, Elks 25, the final. Pritzasada, Blue Bomber football on 680. CJOB. I'm Nathan Martindale, president of the Manitoba Teacher Society. Kids are settling into a new school year, and so are their families. It's a busy time for everyone. I know because I'm a parent too. We all play a role in creating supportive relationships that help students grow academically and socially. So take a moment to say hello to your child's teacher in person or in an email. You'll be glad you did. And together we'll build safe, supportive school communities for all. A message from Manitoba Teachers. Experience better condominium living with imperialproperties.ca. Are you a condominium owner or a board member? With Imperial Properties, your community will benefit from responsive customer service, preventative maintenance, and a web portal with access to everything from service requests to financial reporting. For our condominium management review and proposal, visit imperialproperties.ca. Inspiration, comfort, functionality. It's a lot to ask of an office, but exactly what you'll get when you work with Cunningham Business Interiors. They'll help you plan an attractive, efficient, and ergonomic office. From monitor arms to height-adjustable desks and ergonomically correct office chairs, it's all on display in their showroom. And you can try them all until you find the right high-quality furniture that works for your space and for you. Cunningham Business Interiors, helping you work better at work. See them at 1340Sargent and Cunningham.mb.ca. Open your dresser drawers and you could find... Bring that old or broken gold and silver jewelry, coins, medals, and other items to GateWest Coin, Winnipeg's trusted gold and silver purchaser, after you've compared prices around town. Those gold and silver pieces have special meaning. So GateWest wants you to shop around first and see them last so you know you're getting the best possible price. That's why they say, after the rest... Seagate West. Visit gatewestcoin.com. Winnipeg Blue Bomber Football on 680 CJOB. The postgame show brought to you by Olympic Building Center, where you build with confidence. Final segment for us from IG Field Bombers 45 25 winners, 13 4 on the season. And because of BC's loss last night, they'd already clinched first place in the West and home field for the West final. But this little icing on the cake here. Uh, this from the text line. Sean says, uh, just dropping a line from Edmonton. Sean, shout out to you in Alberta. I have to say, Rashid Bailey is underrated and probably underpaid. He carried his receiving core at least twice this year to get this team the win. It was, uh, well, there was three donation or whoever, but just the rumors of what Calgary was going to pay Rashid Bailey and then what he accepted to come back here to a loaded team with a, you know, pushing salary cap. Uh Rashid just you need guys like that on our team to make it work right and uh, have things happen and and uh the opportunities he gets he doesn't disappoint often when he uh has a, a challenge to step up and you hear it from every club and every organization about the locker room or the dressing room or blah 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 but like Rashid is just to me an example of a guy who really feels that like we all like money money is fantastic I love money but there's once you've worked a few places, you go, yeah, there's other stuff. <laughs> That's super important, right? Yeah. For, for an athlete, there's winning. There's, hey, I like coming to work and I don't want to. Kenny Lawler talks about his time in Edmonton, and it sounds like Kenny wants to 
just slap everybody he worked with because they just didn't have the same kind of goals that he did. It's environment. Yeah. There's there's so much that goes into your job wherever you work, right? You you know that there's so many other factors. It sounds like Rashid is exactly where he wants to be, even if he did have to sacrifice to do it. And a uh, Bomber fan should be absolutely delighted uh, that he is here. Another text says, nice to win, but it was Edmonton. Can't make so many errors against Toronto in the Grey Cup. Amen to that. Question, was Big Hill hurt in the game? I don't remember Biggie being nicked. They eventually went to Malik Clements and Tanner Cadwallader at linebacker. I think, and don't hold me this, but I think it was just substitutions. Uh, Big Hill was with Mackling at halftime, so I think I don't think he was hurt. We'll know more, and, and please do follow me on Twitter, at DTNLB, and we'll get you the first updates when they get practice on Tuesday. Go Bombers from the banana. What a game. From that, I don't know if the banana is a person or a place, but uh, appreciate you being with us on the post-game show. So uh, Bombers, 13-4. and four. Let's see. Oh, we haven't talked about this, but... Uh, do we celebrate the fact that the Rough Riders lost seven straight games to bomb out of the playoffs when they were two games up through week 18, and by week 20 they're eliminated? Do we do any of that here, or is that is that too too petty? Because it's it's pretty funny, actually. I mean, come on. Yeah, it's I don't know. It's just not it's not great for the CFL, obviously, because they're uh, it's I don't. It's always more fun when the Bombers get to play them in the in the postseason. Personally, you know, to to beat them is more fun than not having the opportunity to beat them in my mind. But, yeah. Yeah. It, it does add an extra layer to the first round of the playoffs because Calgary tuned up BC yesterday. Like BC went into that game. You were talking about it earlier on. BC was absolutely trying to win that game oh, in yeah. the early stages. Yeah. And then they punted on it at halftime, but they were absolutely trying to win and they were getting taken to the woodshed by Calgary. And they got it handed to them. Yeah. Calgary's going to go back to BC in two weeks in the West semifinal and that is why I will always preach win the West because you don't have to deal with potentially an upstart six-win team that all of a sudden believes they can beat you in your own barn. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't want any part of that. So that makes uh, – there won't be any drama next week in the CFL, but, man, uh, those semifinals. Uh, Hamilton at, B- at Montreal and Calgary at BC will be dynamic. We will be live from McMahon Stadium in Calgary Next Friday, Doug Brown and I for the Bombers' final regular season game. We'll probably get to see some of the lesser stars get to play, but maybe some of the future stars as well. Uh, For Doug and the entire gang, appreciate you being with us. Jets hockey is coming up next. Second period action with Paul Edmonds and Mitchell Clinton. Uh, We'll send you to that on the other side. Thank you so much for being with us. Princess Auto Blue Bomber football on 680 CJOB.
The W, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, and 680 CJOB.